you have to feed and nurture and water and, and grow and plant and weed and get rid of all the little things every day on a daily basis. And if you're not taking the time and energy to do that, then your priorities are distorted. They are wrong because again, you might have an incredibly successful company and lose your family and lose your marriage and lose the relationships that are actually most important to you. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when your husband works too much. Was that right? That was perfect. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What are we talking about today? You're born ready. I'm born ready. What are we talking about today? What do you do when your husband works too much? When your husband is... (laughs) Stop laughing. Go ahead. Finish the sentence. What do you do when your husband is self-employed and because he wants to provide for the family, he is constantly working on his job, on his his company? You try very hard not to get annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is a real scenario, not here, not between you and me, even though this is going to be a really easy one to talk about because this is something very similar that you and I have to deal with. But this is a question that was uh, sent into us. And this wife, who is very grateful for her husband, who really appreciates her husband, um, but husband is self-employed, started a company. The company is starting to do really well and starting to thrive. But he also has that personality type that says... I want to make sure that I, I grow this company and right. it's difficult to say no to, to any sort of job. And so he's gone. He travels a lot. And and so he's gone from the house, you know, a couple of weeks at a oh, time. that's hard. Um, and he's slowly bringing on people and, and hiring people so that he can eventually stop traveling because he doesn't want to travel. But currently, that is what's kind of required for the job. And... Um, this person, uh, is an Enneagram eight, which means he's a very direct, very, uh, blunt kind of person. Not, not necessarily rude all the time. Um, but he appreciates, uh, just getting directness. directness. Let's just get down to the issue. Let's not worry about the feelings. Let's not worry about, you know, how that affects you. Let's just get the problem solved. That's hard. But what would you say to a wife who's, who's kind of in this predicament? What would you want to say from one wife to another wife out there? Let me get a little bit more information. Is he aware that he's working too much? Yes. He's aware that the business is costing a lot of time and is taking time away and, from And he's making efforts to to fix that, to change that. Um, in the same way that I take efforts to change that, which is whenever I'm at home and I'm supposed to be with you, my brain <laughs> is still thinking about some other idea or right. business or concept. You just and can't help I try yourself. to sneak my phone over and write down some <laughs> ideas or check on email or something. And, and, I, and I tell you, it doesn't feel like we're together. It doesn't feel like we're together. Right. Yes, that is that is what we are facing in this right. scenario. So yes, is he aware? Yes. Oh man, that's so hard. Okay, so let me ask one more direct question then. Okay. <clears throat> she feels bad saying anything to him. She's lonely. She is um um little little discouraged and disappointed that they don't get as much time together. Um, but every time she tries to say something about it, uh his directness his gets directness in the way. or defensiveness is like, well, let's just deal with the problem and let's not worry about the feelings. And so she feels a little kind of 
cut off right. at times and and has now become very afraid of putting herself out there right. expressing any sort of disappointment, frustration, right. hurt, sadness. So so basically loneliness. when she's tried to express those things, it's not about it her feelings and her how she feels about the situation is just getting left out, not even acknowledged yeah. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's really really hard because sometimes you don't necessarily need as a woman, you necessarily need the problem to be fixed. You just need to be heard, listened to, and know that your spouse understands yeah. how you're feeling. And when you get that piece met, that makes it a little easier to deal with the actual problem because yeah. you know, well, maybe we can't change our circumstances or our situation at the moment, but at least he understands how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? You feel validated. Right. Uh, you feel understood, which is right. essential for my wife right right, right. here, sure. but for all wives in general. They right. they want to be heard, understood, and validated. And, and when this is missing, right, it becomes really, really difficult. And the hard part is actually knowing what to do or how to put yourself out there again when you have that fear of it just not being heard or listened to. What would you say to the husband? What would I say to the husband? If you had a chance to speak directly to him. and he's Because someone, he likes directness. Someone who appreciates directness. See, I have lots of thoughts, but this that's hard for me because saying things directly is really hard for me because mm. I'm afraid that I will hurt someone's feelings. Sure. So, well, I would I would probably just have to tell him, you know, your wife really needs you to actually just hear her feelings, her thoughts, and you need to listen without reacting defensively or saying, well, let's let's work on, do, deal with the problem. The problem's not the problem right now. The problem is your wife needs you to hear her, to understand her, and to validate her feelings. Whether you agree with them or not, they're still feelings that she's experiencing. Yeah. What would you say to the wife? To the if wife? she was listening right now. It's understandable how you're feeling. Yeah. It really is. But don't give up. There's hope for your husband. Keep listening to our, <laughs> keep listening to sounds, our podcast. That sounds <laughs> a little too personal. <laughs> he can be taught. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. I really, truly wasn't. Oh, okay. If that's what you say. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure out what you were talking about. That's too funny. No, we've... There's hope for everyone. There is. That's there is. Where, Especially if there's hope for me oh, as I'm on. learning to no longer do that or to right. back off on some of that. Then the other, you know, meatheads out there who are totally distracted by business and wanting to provide for their family, they can learn as well. Right. I would sit down with him across the table that we're sitting right here and say, I genuinely appreciate the work that you're putting in and trying to support your family and run a company and grow that in business. I know what that feels like right. um, firsthand. I've run my own company for the last 12 years and the stress and the worry and the frustration that comes with being a small business owner is very, very real. And yet the reality is um, you have to set apart time for your family so that you can grow you can grow the relationship with your wife and with your kids. If you were to look at your your calendar and count the number of hours you are actively putting towards growing your company and the numbers of hours you're actively growing uh, putting towards growing your family, I'm betting it's going to be highly disproportionate. Um, because again, we're, we chase the dollar, we chase we chase security uh, within the company. and yet, 
so many guys who own their own companies end up having really successful companies and going through two or three marriages or having their relationship with their kids completely destroyed because because they haven't nurtured it. They haven't put the time and energy into growing those relationships. You have to feed and nurture and water and, and grow and plant and weed and get rid of all the little things every day on a daily basis. And if you're not taking the time and energy to do that, then your priorities are distorted. They are wrong because again, you might have an incredibly successful company and lose your family and lose your marriage and lose the relationships that are actually most important to you. And so you can learn how to both run a good company and build a relationship, but that that requires a sacrifice. So it's the opportunity that you have to be at this thing on a Tuesday. And if you're not there, um, it's going to cost you $15,000. And yet you promised your wife Tuesday will be together and you need to look at that person and go, okay, this is going to cost me $15,000 to spend a day with my wife and she is worth it. We made the decision early on in my counseling practice um, that I don't work weekends. And I have a lot of people who ask me, can, can, can we see you on a Saturday? Because I work, you know, all day long and, and I can't get in during your office hours. And it's like, no, I, I won't, I won't work on a weekend and it's cost me thousands of dollars in, in lost revenues and lost opportunities because I have a wife and four kids, right. but I have prioritized that and I don't miss those dollars at all. I am glad that I get to sit here with my bride and I get to make these videos and make these podcasts and, and, and actually like coming home to the person that I'm married to rather than her being a stranger or knowing that she's at home being frustrated, lonely, disappointed, or even worse, afraid to talk to me about this. Um, it, It actually causes wives to doubt themselves and doubt their feelings to say, well, I, I, I shouldn't ask my, shouldn't ask this of my husband or I, or every time he does, he snaps at me or, or we get into a fight about this. And so are my feelings even real? I mean, am I asking too much? And I want you to hear very clearly wives out there. No, you're not asking too much. You are allowed to ask for a deep relationship with your husband and husbands. It's okay for them to ask that. And it's okay for you to prioritize that again. Don't get sucked into the to the lie of more money, more power, and then we'll build our relationship later. Right. Well, I was going to say, I think a lot of men work really hard because the end goal is to have retirement and yeah, money sure. for later. But what Security. they forget about is that they may have all of that built up at the end, but they don't have that connection with their wife, which is who's supposed to be the one that's going to share that with them when they get to that point. And a lot of times end up losing their marriages before they even get to that point. So what was yeah. the point of doing all that hard work and working all those hours and building up all that money f- f- to be by yourself or yeah. to be with a spouse and that, that you're not connected and that you really can't actually truly enjoy that? Yeah. One other thing I'd have, um, wish I had the opportunity to say to the guy sitting across the table from me is, Probably this is rooted in some level of insecurity within you. You want to make sure that you are the provider, that you are successful, um, that you have security and stability in some way for yourself and for your family. And again, that's not a bad thing. We're not saying that that's a bad thing unless it becomes all consuming because you'll find out that 
um, that's a bottomless pit and you will chase security and chase dollars and chase um, happiness through a business um, and never ever find it because there's always one more deal to be made and there's always one more uh, opportunity to, to make some cash. Um, and so where do you start drawing the line? So I would encourage you to start drawing the line now. What I would tell this couple is, is they need to get away and, and be very intentional about having uh, uh, set apart times for each other where the phones are away, the computer and the laptops turned off. Stop looking at me and laughing at me. <laughs> I have to learn this too. Um, even when my mind is going, I'm trying to write down notes. It's like, that's actually a, a little bit of scarcity. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to forget this idea. I'm going to forget this concept. I got to write it down right now. There'll always be another idea. There'll always be another opportunity. And so being very intentionally focused on this is now time for my wife. I have a friend who's a youth pastor. And again, I, I remember this story from years ago. Um, as a pastor, he was always having people demand time, energy from him. And so one Christmas, um, he bought a calendar, one of those calendars that has a page for each day that you flip over. He took every Tuesday out of it for the coming year. He put it in this nice, beautiful box, big red bow, and gave it to his wife and, and said, you get every Tuesday this coming year. And if anyone wants to do anything with me or with us, they have to go through you. You are my first priority. Right. This day is for you. And I want you to know that no one else is going to take that day away from us. And so he had one or two people actually try to, you know, schedule something with him on Tuesday. And his answer was, you got to nope. get my wife to say yes to that, which never happened. Never happened. And people stopped asking. And and for a year, and then after that, because they set up a pattern that became a normal thing in their marriage, uh, he guarded his time for his marriage and his wife. And, and it was essential for their relationship, essential for their relationship. So like my wife says, there's hope, okay? Things can get better. I know that because this is my story. I was distracted by this and I want to provide for my family and I have to stop sometimes and say my wife and our relationship is more important and and sometimes i i can think of when when i've talked to i can think about way back even when you weren't self-employed but yeah. you were you were working doing counseling you were running a challenge course and i don't know what other job that you had graphic in, arts and other things like that yeah. in there you were doing three different things and i can remember feeling so lonely and then mm. you'd come home and your mind would still be going yeah. about other things you were thinking of. And I can remember I, I started writing down what time you left the house and what time you got home. And then I brought to you this sheet of paper that was like 42 days in a row of 12 hour day, sometimes 16 hour day work days. Yeah. And I said, I'm lonely. Yeah. I miss you. Our kids miss you. And um, it was... It was easy. It was easier for me to actually show you. I wasn't trying to rub it in your no. face, but I was trying to. It was easier for me to show you on paper. That way, I didn't have to use words that came across as attacking sure. or accusatory. And I said, "I need you to take some time off. I need you." But right? Because you brought it to me kindly, gently, respectfully. It's like, yes, okay, I need to make some changes to to make sure I take care of your right. part. Right, instead of me coming at you and saying, why are you never home? You're never here and I need you. Blah, 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 blah. The kids are driving, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And How's um, that blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> 
So once again, if this is sounding uh, eerily familiar to your relationship and you want to start making some changes about this, um, it, it always begins with communication. Stop and actually talk to your spouse about this and go, yes, we are totally uh, unbalanced in this and we need to do something about it. I don't know what to do about it, but I recognize there's a problem and we need to change it. Your wife right there will go, oh, finally he hears. And then you can start to actually find solutions. One of those solutions can actually begin at securemarriage.com where we have an entire course on communication and how to get off the conflict cycle and onto the connection cycle. It's totally free, costs you nothing. It's only three videos. Anyone can watch three videos, um, but it helps you learn how to start communicating around such an important issue like work-life balance and loneliness right. in your spouse and hurting their feelings and listening and, and empathy, all these things that we're talking about here. So it starts at securemarriage.com. If you don't know where to start, we, we put those out so that you have those great resources and can actually make your marriage get better. Right. The goal of this whole thing is so that you fight less and you feel understood and you enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. And by gummit, that's what we're going to make happen. The end of it kills us. Anyway, Thanks for being here. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.